Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling great. I feel like this is the calm before the storm before we go to Minnesota tomorrow. So, of course, we're going to celebrate today by doing like seven podcasts. Yeah, and it sounds like you're going to celebrate by spending every possible minute you can with your family before you have to depart from them. Because no, there's, there's a lot of them in the back. Yeah, they're going to... There's a lot of them in the background. Well, it's my nieces also. They're they're going to a water park. I just need to like sweat them for like three more minutes, and then they're out here for the whole day. All right, uh, let's talk about uh, today is Prime Day, or maybe it's like era of Prime Day. I don't even know how it works. But um, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here at work minding my own business, and my uh, my Amazon app on my phone starts blowing up because apparently I ordered like 15 things in the last like hour. Okay, is someone hacking your account? Well, I mean, if my wife counts as hacking my account, she worked all night. She came home at 7 a.m. I thought she'd be sleeping now. Instead, she's spending hundreds of dollars on crap that we certainly don't need. And by the way, like the woke among us know that like uh, you're supposed to be boycotting Prime Day because of how Amazon treats its employees. Yeah, your wife, your wife is breaking the uh, she's she's crossing the picket line. Yeah, she's anti-labor. Is she in a union at the hospital? I don't know. I I feel like I feel like supporting Prime Day is almost like like retweeting Trump, Trump at this point. I don't know. But that, I think it's more of like showing your sucker because it's mostly like Amazon getting rid of their like old electronics and stuff. Yeah, someone needs to. What is she that. buying? Like, what's the best thing she bought? I I, I didn't look at. I just saw there were there were so many things that I couldn't even. I saw Did like you look at the price. Are, are they like five dollars? No, there was like a 100? pair. Of, there was a pair of two hundred dollar headphones, so they better be pretty. Two hundred dollar headphones. That why not just get uh like uh the 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 iPhone ones that I'm playing on the name of right now. Well, no, I have, I have really good Bose headphones, which were like 200 bucks. Why not get AirPods, though? Well, because they suck, and you lose them instantly. Um, I have really good headphones that, that, I, that she actually bought and then I stole from her, so uh, yeah. that's understandable, but I don't, I don't know. Anyway. $200 headphones. I mean, yeah, let's hope she, listen, she went, worked all night at the hospital, and we'll see if she'll spend more today than she made last night at the hospital. <laughs> I think she already has, so, yeah. Okay. All right, Keeve, uh, we had some great feedback. Yeah from our our mascot battles last week in uh baseball mm-hmm. and basketball and uh among that feedback was uh a former mascot himself now we had quite an argument mm-hmm. uh last week on the podcast because in the first round we had a tag team matchup of uh Mr and Mrs Met a uh, a married couple for the New York Mets and they were battling mm-hmm. uh brother and sister green monsters from Boston and i yeah. argued that monster beats man with giant baseball head and and you argued vociferously the other way now i conceded to you but um i think the best way to do this probably is to bring an expert on uh to uh tell us retroactively uh who was right and who was wrong so uh with with that introduction we have with us the the very first um mr met at least from uh when mr met returned uh in the modern era that's aj mass who uh, actually wrote a book about being mr met uh yes it's hot in here adventures in the weird woolly world of sports mascots which is also a question we had last week about how hot it gets in those do they have some kind of air conditioning mm-hmm. so aj uh welcome to 32 fans well thank you guys for having me on uh it's uh, it's a pleasure to join in the debate here i'm i mean i'm a little upset there's no ice cream or cereal for me to taste but you know i'll, I'll survive so, AJ, the first question is, what is Mr. Met? Is he, is he a monster? Is he a man with, with a baseball head? Like, how would you describe his, him uh, in terms of his uh, genus? 
Uh, well, he is. Uh, I mean, I suppose we could go into you know Buddhist philosophy. Am I a butterfly who dreamed I was a man, or a man who dreamed I was a butterfly? But uh, he is an anthropomorphized baseball, so he is a, a living baseball. Okay, so he's a baseball with just the the limbs of a person below him. I guess you'd say. Sure, sure. That's what we'll go with. I mean, uh, you know, uh, he was created as part of. Uh, art when uh, the Mets were formed to be put on the scorecards and on the scoreboard. So he was, you know, originally just this little cartoon of uh, an animated baseball running around. And uh, eventually when they went to put him into uh, mascot form, he, you know, kind of had to walk around because, you know, you got to put a guy in the suit. Now, let me ask you another question. Um, We were wondering if he is a baseball but he does have arms and legs. Does he have the capacity, if he's in a battle, for example, to throw himself? Um, I'm not quite sure of the physics of that. I mean, they're, they're <laughs> it would be quite difficult, I'm so sure. A baseball that size thrown at 95 miles an hour hits you in the head. That's a pretty good weapon. Yeah, I mean, I suppose uh, if you were to take all of the... Uh, the esoterics out of the the uh, let's say the optics of having him throw Mrs. Met or have Mrs. Met throw him. Yeah, uh, you know, 2019. T- I don't think you can throw Mrs. Met anymore. Well, I'm just saying. Well, I'm I'm saying either one could throw. Uh, you know, it could be a tag team kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We are we are involved in a competition. I, I suppose uh, one could throw the other, but then you know then you get to weight ratios and all that nonsense. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, Mr. Met is a pacifist. He would not be involved in any of this whatsoever. If it was a dance off, a dance battle, absolutely. But uh, at least. Uh, as I originated the character, he was he was more of a childlike pacifist. All right, so he would not have fared so well against a, a green monster in, in a fight to the death. See, here was my major problem with what you guys were doing is is that I I, I get the concept that you know we're saying that we're going to imbue uh, you know the lion mascot with the lo- powers of a lion, but there there were also situations where you were saying yeah, but that's a very small, frail looking lion. So you are taking the costume into account. Uh, and I would take into account the actual personality of the creatures in general. So mm-hmm. while uh, Stomper is indeed an elephant, Stomper is a child. Stomper is, is a very sweet, innocent uh, creature. That is how the character is portrayed. Not going to go crazy. Whereas Paws, the Detroit Tiger, is an absolute maniac, uh, you know, a vicious tiger. So I think the personality, uh, you know, would have to enter into it as well. Now, you've also, you've engaged with these mascots uh, more than we have, obviously. So you actually know some of their personalities in a way that, that we don't. Also, you're getting to a little bit of a fundamental disagreement between Keeve and I and how we were judging it. I was just looking at the anthropo- what the animal would do. Keeve was looking more at the mascots, uh, you know, uh, character, personality, etc. Right, you were just saying, would a lion beat a raptor? Where, yeah, which isn't, yeah. it's interesting, but it's not necessarily mascot related. Yeah. Where, yeah. Whereas the mascots fighting each other is actually something that does happen from time to time. Were, were you on? Were you on his uh, side, AJ, with the with the raptor basically being a, a biting chicken? <laughs> um, you know. Uh, again, I have to go into the actual uh, mechanics of the costumes themselves. I mean, you know, there you have big raptors and smaller raptors and tougher raptors. Dinger is is very large and unwieldy and just by accident might actually kill you uh, by tripping over you. So I, I would say that uh, in that sense, uh, he's, a, he's a large, scaly dinosaur creature. Very dangerous. Absolutely. That's, that's Dinger for the Rockies, of course. Yes. Dinger, yeah. the, the, the now, now the, the raptor, the raptor's mascot, who's known as the raptor, there's also an inflatable version of him who, as uh, some of our listeners noted, has literally been known to swallow people whole. <laughs> so. well, you know, now we're getting to the superstars territory of mascots, yeah. which, which is a whole different uh, uh, animal. So, to, so, to so, so as a mascot purist, uh, that offends you. It doesn't offend me. It's just it's just not the same thing. Yeah. I, you know, I think each sports mascots uh, operate as you correctly pointed out. The the sports have different types of mascots with different skill sets. You know, almost I would say there's a direct pipeline from Arizona State University's gymnastics team into the NBA because you have to do all these stunts and flips and and whatnot. Uh, whereas in baseball, you really have to be a little bit more interactive. With I can't believe Arizona State figured out a way to get like eight of their graduates a job. Yeah, it's not. It's not too bad. Not too shabby. He's got a running hatred for Arizona State on this podcast, yeah. which I've never understood. The, 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 the I don't know. I don't know anything about. It. I I remember I was at a um 
uh, a Shabbat meal once, and this and this dad was telling a story about his, he sent his daughter to Arizona State from Long Island, and uh, he heard he heard like something she had done. He didn't specify it was something she had done in like the first week, and he drove to Arizona to pick her up and take her home. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it is the number one party school, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if if it wasn't yeshiva. <laughs> if Arizona State had sent one mascot to the pro ranks, it would have been sufficient. You know, uh-huh. you know. And if he had sent two, it would have been sufficient. You know, we could go on. Um, I, do you, when you look at the mascots, do you think like, oh, it must be like deathly hot in there? Because that's what I think a lot of the times. Like, which mascot costume do you think is the sweatiest? Oh, well, probably the fanatic. I mean, it's 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 one of these things where you can go into any mascot costume if you are the mascot, and it doesn't bother you because you just you know acclimatize and, and get right. into it. Um, you know, I like I I have uh, a part of the process of me writing my book. I jumped into other suits to kind of like uh, return to the game after many this years guy's away. Like the Daniel Day Lewis of mascots. <laughs> <laughs> You could say that, and and boy, did my left foot hurt after all. But um, yeah, I, I you know going into someone else's funk is is yeah. deadly. You know, going into your own funk, you don't even notice it. So you know, it it, it is that kind of a, a choir taste. But I would say is the it, furry ones are definitely the the worst. Um, Mister Met had a, a tiny little fan in there uh, when it was first created. There were two versions. Uh, I started. In 94, and the first two years, we had this humongous uh, polyurethane shell, and I kind of lived inside of it fully. Uh, you know, my legs were like, you know, just from my knees down. Uh, it was a weird costume. Uh, and then I had a full fan. I had a shelf. I could bring water in with me, towels. It was almost like I was living in a New York City apartment. It was great. But uh, the new costume is more in line with, with major costumes, except because it's a hard shell, you can't do any of the gymnastics, or, or you know, fan directed is a little bit limited. Uh, you know, you fall down, you're going to hurt yourself. I want to talk about the Mr. Met and Mrs. Met relationship for a second because we've seen <laughs> Mrs. Met being very flirtatious with, uh, with other mascots over the years. And- yeah, the- <laughs> Go ahead. No, well, first of all, uh, there was no Mrs. Met when I was around. Uh, we just because we just brought the costume back. So, so you were like Adam in the early hours before you had given up a rib. Yeah, something like that. Uh, you know, it, it was just the one costume. I didn't even have a backup costume. So if uh, you know something happened to the costume, like it got dirty or something, we were uh, we were SOL. So there was that aspect of it. You know, they brought the Mrs. Met back. I mean, essentially, because ESPN said, hey, can we put it in the commercial? And so they, they made the Mrs. Met and the Baby Mets for that little uh, sport. This is Sports Center ad. Uh, you were not, that was not you already by that ad. So, that, yeah. no, I had done some so of the ads. You did not conceive on. any of those babies. On correct, time. correct. Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> there's an issue with mascots in general. Uh, the best mascots and the best organizations have a really good uh, social media team and they know that, how to handle the accounts. Uh, a lot of the m- social media is handled by the performers themselves who have created the accounts themselves. They're not, they're verified, but they're not really officially team uh, sponsored. And so mm. there's a lot of uh, cursing and trash talking and stuff that really should get them fired. Um, yeah, I want to know about yeah. that because mascots aren't supposed to talk, but these mascots are very, very talkative on Twitter. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, is that there's no, there's no uh, concept of keeping the illusion up or anything. Uh, you know, I saw Mr. Met's account tweeting, uh, you know, about oh, great, great to be here for the game in Houston, and, and yet I knew for a fact he was doing an appearance, you know, five blocks from from the stadium so he can't be in both places at once wait is there only is there only one uh mr met or like most most uh mascots there's only one of them like they can't be at a bar mitzvah and at a game or something well the mets uh, are an organization we have that children listening please don't shatter illusions here <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any children listening. uh you know the day go to the water park barely adult <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah there's only one uh, Mr. Met uh, costume, so that that's part of the problem, is that uh, or at least you know they have they have backup uh, uniforms, but not uh, the head and the and the whole thing. It's a very expensive costume. Uh, like mm-hmm. the Philly Fanatics been around for a while, and the organization does it right. There's like three of them, so oh. they can send someone. So this, 
This is another example of the Wilpons cheapness, <laughs> that they only have one Mr. Matt. Uh, yeah, though, I have never really understood the Wilpons. I, I loved the double days when, when uh, it was both of them. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Nelson would walk down the, the hallway. He'd see me like, oh, Mr. Matt, great to see you. Hey, my grandkids are here. Can you go visit? <laughs> you know, not a problem. Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Wilpon would walk by and go. You know, on, was that in uniform or out of uniform? Uh, in. Mr. Matt. In. In. Uh, I don't think he would recognize uh, me okay, now, okay. but, but in. <laughs> But but yeah, he, he you know he was very excited to see me and everything, and, and and Fred was more along the lines of you know well Mr. Mr. Valentine, Mr. Mr. Matt. <laughs> it, 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 you, I wondered. I never wondered why the organization. Like, wait, why is there a baseball talking? <laughs> the baseball did not talk because, as yeah. you said, with the exception of uh, Toronto's uh, former mascot BJ Birdie, uh, mascots don't generally talk. Was is was there was there ever a fear like of being caught without your head or having to speak in an emergency or something? There was a video that went I think viral this weekend. The New Jersey Devil went to some kid's birthday party <laughs> and accidentally ran through a pane of glass. It was very funny, <laughs> um, and he did not break character. It appears afterwards, even though he may have had glass all through his costume, it looked pretty bad. Yeah, um, I mean, was there ever a scenario where you or maybe a famous other scenario where like? A mascot really has to like break kayfabe and like take their head off and like run for the hills or something. In general, you 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 have escape routes if you're in your home stadium. You know where to go and you know around which corners you you can hide and take the head off if you're getting really overheated. I mean, you know, if it's mm-hmm. if it's a, a 95 degree day out, it's probably 130 in the suit. It it you're you're baking. So yeah, uh, there are certainly places you can go and places you can hide. But in general, you know, you develop a sign language with your handlers, your protectors, and uh, you know, in an emergency, yeah. I mean, I'm going to whisper to the people who know it's me in there. Absolutely, that 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 that's not right. It's, I mean, is there is there a stand-in waiting in the dugout or the bullpen in case you know you suffer heat stroke in the sixth inning of a day game? Uh, no, because they're not going to pay for a second person. In it. <laughs> so if you had to like miss, if you had to miss a game, there just was no Mister Met that day, or you never missed the game. No, I uh, there well, in were. The Simpsons, you could call someone up from the minors. Right, yeah, yeah. We always had a capital city goofball on standby. Uh, no, we we had. Uh, I had two people who were my backups for emergencies. Um, I missed. I think I missed two games. My entire. I was there for four years. I missed two games, and one of which was because the Mets thought it was made more sense to send me to the Dominican Day Parade rather than the actual game at Chase Stadium, <laughs> which I still am bitter. I just, I just don't understand why they made that call. <laughs> especially well, because, which player did you get along with? with the, with, sorry, what were you going to say? No, I just, especially because the the just the parade float that they wanted me to stand on was sponsored by El Presidente beer, and I refused to go on it when I was there because, like, you can't, you, you just can't put a mascot that's, you know, kid friendly and say, "Hey, drink this beer." I mean, that's just stupid. Yeah, baseball teams would never want to be associated with uh with beer sponsor with beer. <laughs> the teams are fine, I, just not the the friendly little lovable mascot. So are you saying that Bernie Brewer doesn't get to uh, imbibe from time to time? Uh, well, Did he slide down into a big vat of beer, or am I confusing my mascot? Yeah, but that that's that's it's that's, not alcoholic. It's root beer. It, it's a little different. That that that's different. He's more of a of that's that's his shtick. That's the one thing he does. You know, yeah. it's he's not as yeah. hands on with the fans. You got to go to the All Star Games, right? Don't they send all the mascots basically to the All Star Games? Yeah, I was part of the first uh, class of mascots where uh, they decided to do that. Actually, it was the Pittsburgh Pirates in '94. They have uh, they used to have uh, back when they were at uh, the old stadium, Freeburger Stadium. They had a boat that would take team uh, players, not players, or they would take fans from one side of the rivers to the stadium, uh, and the boat company actually invited all the mascots out and that's how we got together in 94 for the first time uh major league baseball didn't do it in 95 and then in 96 they said hey you know what that was that was actually a pretty good idea why don't we take over from here and so i was able to also go to the one in philadelphia and then one in cleveland back in 97 were were there clicks among the mascots like who'd you hang out with i think all of us mascots for the most part got along uh especially because at the time there were so few of us probably about 15 of us. And mm-hmm. we really did, um, you know, we were the only 15 people in the world who really understood what we were going through. I mean, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, they were, at that point, you know, Dave Raymond had just retired as a fanatic the year before I started, but there weren't any old timer mascots because 
there just weren't, you know, we were the only ones. So uh, we were all pretty much the first of our characters. So we really, we still to this day, we're most of us are pretty good friends. Uh, you know, there were certain teams that just didn't get the whole concept of this is, this is a representative of your team. I, I distinctly remember that uh, the Boston Red Sox had just got a high school kid to jump into Wally for the first time and just sent him along. And San Diego, uh, they had a mascot at the time called Blooper. This was before the Swinging Friar. Uh, but they had a mascot called Blooper, and they just sent the suit to Pittsburgh and say, hey, can you guys find someone to wear it? I mean, that's how <laughs> long <laughs> it was really stupid. That seems that's deeply funny. disrespectful to the, to the mascot ethos. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like I said, I'm st- I'm still really good friends with all the uh, I call them the originals, uh, and uh, you know, we all took care of uh, Jamie Steckel. She was uh, a young lady from uh, she was the Oakland's mascot when they switched over to Stomper. They originally had a guy named Trunk, uh, a thing named Trunk. Uh, the guy mm-hmm. who wore the costume was like just an oversized frat boy, and like the the head looked like an elephant's head it wasn't like the cute little disney type thing they have now it was like a hard shelled elephant head with a giant trunk hence the name trunk but he would you know swing it around like it was uh his junk and it, it just not not a good look he was hitting on women the whole time it was just like dude what, what are you doing <laughs> and no mascots got me too yeah but when 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 jamie took over you know now now we're taking care of our little sister so i still consider her my little sister because it's like she was just like the first you know she's breaking the uh, gender barrier and mascots and we you know a lot of fans that don't realize that there's an actual you know mr inside mr met and they certainly didn't expect a uh young young girl to be inside the this costume so we if they started roughhousing her forget it we were we were all over You'd think that there would be at least uh, like half women, just because a lot of the suits are probably conducive to just having a small person, or, or um, you know, I th- don't they say like all well, the Mickey Mouse's are women, and a lot of the a lot of the Disney characters are are women. Well, you have to think about the environment, though, Keith. I mean, it's like uh, if you're in Disney, yeah, it's it's a safe environment. It's f- fairly controlled. Uh, I think, yes, yeah, probably preferable for women to be in the costumes, especially because, you know, when those kids run full speed at you for a hug, uh, their head's right at uh, a certain <coughs> part of the anatomy that <laughs> they collide with. <laughs> Ow. Uh, and they don't even know what they're doing because, you know, your your body is not exactly where the costume's body is. Um, but I, I think when you're in a environment where most of the fans have been drinking, um, I mean, in New York, I it's not that I don't think... Uh, a woman could do the job. She could. It's just, it's still kind of dangerous when you have drunk Yankee fans at City Field with Mr. Met walking around, you know? It, it's, it's not a good look. All right, so you mentioned the Yankees. I want to ask you a question. There's, there's quite a few teams, most of them uh, in the New York area, uh, the Jets and the Yankees and others, who have this snooty attitude of, like, we're too good for a mascot. We're too traditional or old school. And, and you know, I find that preposterous and arrogant and... and whatever but but what's your take um well i you know the yankees briefly had a mascot and i i mean george was not happy with the idea uh, i mean steinbrenner was very much very much like our current president in that uh, his his uh, mood changed on on the whim of the day uh and not he's not too unlike the larry david version uh voiceover on, on seinfeld quite frankly but uh he th- he he allowed for the mascot to be made and he was fine with it like day one and then day two he wasn't uh he said oh keep it in the upper deck only the problem is is that it looked like thurman munson and it really did it had the bushy hair and the the mustache and if you if you look at it today and put a picture of of yankee doodle dandy as kind of his name his name is dandy uh put him next to Thurman Munson. You're like, Oh, I see where they got it. Unfortunately, Thurman Munson crashed his plane and died like a month after they, uh, debuted the mascot so they kind of had to get rid of it they just it just it just was too soon and it's just too much of a reminder it was oh, not not a you know not not a good uh, look to keep them around so they kind of kept them around the upper deck for like a year and then they kind of uh said all right we're done oh so i didn't realize that that the thurman munson thing was what what led to his uh it was it was a huge part of it yeah it was it was uh yeah it's it pretty bad fun 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 story or not not 
horribly fun, but uh, I actually went to went to college with uh, Thurman's daughter Kelly, and I knew her for like a full year before I even realized that it was her. It was, she was Thurman's daughter because she never mentioned it, and uh, you know she preferred that people not uh, not mention it. But uh, she actually we actually became really good friends because I didn't mention it, but it was more because I didn't know. <laughs> totally unrelated. I'm very big. Oh, I'm very big on like if I if I meet someone and like they have a name and I know someone with that name, not like personally, if it's a celebrity, I'll always ask them to the point where when I worked at NBC, uh, there was a girl and I'm like, uh, hey, do you um, like uh, oh, she said her last name? I'm like, oh, there's like a Sports Illustrated writer uh, with with that name. Is that your dad? And she said, yes. And I said, do you get that a lot? She said, first time in my life. <laughs> Like I recognize a random Sports Illustrated writer and asked her. Well, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but there was a guy in my section in law school named Luke Appling. And I asked him on the first day, I'm like, oh, are you related to the Hall of Fame baseball player? And it's not just that he wasn't related. It's that he had never heard of him. And it just boggles yeah. unless he was like playing. Like, it, how could you have the exact same name as a Hall of Fame? Granted, a yeah. guy who played in the 1920s and 30s, but still, like, and you had never heard that before, even from like somebody's grandfather. Yeah, that is wild. So, yeah, unless that was just his, his way to cut off that conversation. Maybe it was like his actual grandfather, but there's like some family beef. AJ, is there a lot of beef with uh, Gritty was sort of coming and maybe being one of the first mascots ever to like take over the town without paying his dues? The mascots have to pay dues like because I see on Twitter, there's a lot of the other hockey mascots are very envious of Gritty. Is that a bit or do people actually not like him? I'm sure they probably don't like it at all. I mean, I personally, I, you know, I'm a I'm removed from the game uh, and B, it's not my sport. Like I consider, I still can, I still call the baseball mascots today, like by the names of the performers that were in it when I was doing it, even though I know that they're not that anymore. So, you know, to me, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I see uh, the Mariner Moose, that's Brett to me. Like it's, a, you know, I, I, I don't know who's doing it now, but uh, I can understand that the, this is the new guy to the party and he's getting such good press. I think it's well-deserved. He's a really good performer. I don't know who's in there. I know Dave Raymond wore the suit like the very first day when they debuted him at the Children's Museum, just because I'm friends with Dave, and so I, I knew he was doing it. But um, yeah, I, I, they have a really good performer, and, and it's deserved, uh, it, perhaps not to the extent that it, it, it hit, but it could have also not hit at all. I mean, the Cubs introduced that Clark mascot, and that was, yeah, it was a huge disaster because it's, I mean, it's a dumb-looking mascot. And they but, forgot to give him pants. It's not even the pants. They made him a child. <laughs> That's what Ted Spinton didn't like, yeah. You have to fit the town you're in. Like, Mr. Met wouldn't work at Yankee Stadium. It just wouldn't. It's a different fan base. It worked It, it worked at Chase Stadium. It was the right mascot for the Mets organization, which is, you know, a little more, you know, a little more family-friendly, a little more younger uh, crowd. Uh, you know, Yankee's more tough, more, you know. For, you know yeah, less, less drunk. Chase Stadium's less drunk. Yeah, I don't trust me. Chase Dam's got a chair of drunks uh, in the day. Trust me, I, I know this firsthand. Uh, you know, try try bat day when I'm a baseball. <laughs> now our higher forty thousand. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah. Uh, um, Thank God that was in the pre Mrs. Met days because we would have had a real situation. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But yeah, I, I think I think uh, Gritty does a really good job. I think uh, in the. Best baseball mascot right now. I mean, obviously, the fanatic is always going to be one of the top mascots. Uh, Orbit in Houston is, is does a phenomenal job. I I think he's fantastic. I I know the performer, but even if I didn't, I just think Orbit. I knew about three years ago. I said Orbit's about to break out, and sure enough, he's. If you watch the video, he's he's really good. So AJ, you're a fantasy sports expert. Um, is is there fantasy mascoting? And I ask because you just talked about how you knew ahead of time that Orbit was about to break out, so he was like a sleeper. Yeah, I used all of my free agent acquisition budget yeah. on him. It was great. No, no, there's, there's nothing like that. But uh, it, it, it's, and it has nothing to do with the play on the field. I mean, a lot of people uh, like, to, like to pretend that the mascot has something to do with the success of the team. It's, obviously, it doesn't. Although, I will say, my Does one... Get a ring? I mean, you wouldn't know because you were Mr. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get health insurance. What are you talking about? Well, that, 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 yeah, that, that I believe for sure with the Mets. But well, they, yeah, I said... You think oh, they ever rings or no? Uh, with the, the, right, the proper organizations, absolutely. It all depends on the organization. I don't think the Mets would even consider doing it if they if they won another World Series. But uh, well, I, I, I know. can see the Mets not like anybody who didn't you know pitch in sixty games not getting a ring. Like, I, I'm sorry, my, my question, Keith, are you referring to the performer, or I want to see a big, comically oversized ring on the finger of the mascot? Well, well that they might do that. Yeah. That is smart. Yeah, they that, might that do would that actually be once. Funny. Yeah, or you know, then he never wears it again. But uh, you yeah. know, I mean it. 
if the Phillies win win a World Series, Tom Burgoyne's getting a ring. A- absolutely, that 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 organization takes care of its people. And I'm sh- I'm sure whoever you know, I'm sure Kyle down in Houston got a ring for you know the Astros. I, I I think that that is absolutely something that the good organizations will do. Uh, I don't think any I don't think Wally has any rings in Boston. Like it's, it's just the type the type of organization that you got there. So you know. <laughs> All right, now AJ, you were talking up gritty, and I, I don't know if, if how much time you have if you want to stick around with us. But we wanted to do a bracket for the NHL. We, uh, you know, our, our fans asked us to do uh, to do the NHL, and the NFL after doing baseball, basketball last week. So, would you want to stick around for a few minutes and uh, and help us determine who would win these uh, these MMA style fights between these mascots? I mean, I, I'll tell you what, I will stick around. I will let you two uh, hash it out, and if you are tied one one, I will break the tie. If you are unanimous, I don't need to chime in. That's, you know, <laughs> I will happily be the uh, the independent arbiter if you need me for the breaker. Okay, that sounds good. Um, and you definitely, you know, you have a, a in, literal inside information, so uh, that that could be helpful in a few cases. So we're gonna start. Um, we're gonna do it the way we did it uh, in the other sports. So we have it seated based on uh, the standings, the end of the season, uh, the fi- the teams that uh, the final four teams. I put one through four, and then after that, it was basically based on the regular season rank uh, records. So uh, the one seed uh, gets a bye because there's 31 teams in the NHL. So we will come back to uh, Louis the Polar Bear for the, for the St. Louis Blues. By the way, uh, how familiar are you with the hockey mascots? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I'm not super familiar. I mean, I, obviously, I know who they are. I, I've talked with Glenn Street. Uh, he, I interviewed him for my book. He was the original Harvey Hound. So there, there are a few that I know. But, I mean, I, I went to one game as Mr. Matt at uh, – at the Islanders uh, for some sort of thing for when they, back when they had the Gordon's fishermen. So, you know, <laughs> okay. All right. So, well, we're going to jump into the 16, 17 matchup. Uh, the 16 seed is chance who is a Gila monster uh, for the golden Knights. Now, uh, Gila monster sounds fierce, but I actually looked them up. Uh, they are at their, at the largest, they are two feet long and up to five pounds. So this is basically like a glorified bug and it's going against the 17 seed which uh, for the Colorado Avalanche is Bernie the St. Bernard. So you have a team called the Knights, whose mascot is a Gila monster. You have a team called the Avalanche, whose mascot is a, bear, is a, is a dog. AJ, just out of curiosity, what's your take on teams whose mascot animal has nothing to do with uh, the team, especially when the team is also an animal, which not in these cases, but there are a few circumstances like that. Well, it, it all depends on what the origin is and why. I, you know, for example, you, know, you have the Arizona Diamondbacks baseball with a bobcat because the stadium was called the Bank One Ballpark, the Bob. Yeah. So that made sense. If you're playing at the Bob, it would have a bobcat. And I thought, as we discovered last week, it was pretty cool with Dinger, how they literally had found like stegosaurus bones underneath the, uh, you know, where Coors Field had been. Absolutely. Yeah, it totally made sense. And, uh, you know, it was was a fun little mascot. It's it's a completely different mascot than anything else out there. I mean, there isn't a purple dinosaur out there at all where you have to worry about copyright infringement. (laughs) None none whatsoever. Yeah. Um, All right, Keeve, I assume that uh, it's unanimous that a a two-foot bug loses to a St. Bernard, right? Yeah, I think the avalanche should have, like, an avalanche. I don't know how you'd encapsulate that. Yeah. But that would be interesting to see, like, if an animal could beat an actual avalanche. Yeah. All right. So uh, now we have the nine versus 24. The nine is the maple leaves. Again, they do not have a giant leaf. Instead, they have Carlton the bear, uh, who looks like a big white polar bear. Uh, by the way, there, there's certain animals that are, are going to be themes in the NHL, and polar bear is definitely one of them. Uh, so Carlton the polar bear is number nine. He's going against the 24 seed, Wild Wing uh, the duck uh, for the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. And, you know, bear versus duck, again, there's not much of a conversation here. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay. I don't know why. If there's, a, there's a much more famous team named the Wings. Why, why do the Ducks have a mascot named Wing? I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, well the, uh, the Red Wings mascot is uh, not, a, uh, not a winged animal at all. So we'll get, we'll get there at the bottom of this bracket. All right, so now we have the 8 versus 25. The 8 seed is the Islanders. Uh, they've had different uh, mascots over the years, as AJ already referenced. Currently, their mascot is Sparky the Dragon. So uh, we had a couple of dragons last week. Uh, they went pretty far. Uh, this one is going against the 25 seed, the Oilers, whose mascot is Hunter, who is a Canada lynx. So uh, a lynx is sort of a, a small uh, a cat, uh, you know, like a bigger, not like a house cat, but small compared to like lions and, and panthers and tigers and whatnot. Um, and I think the dragon is going to uh, uh, roast our, our lynx. Keith, what do you think? 
Yeah, the dragon kills. Right, okay. So, so nothing too exciting here. Nothing too controversial. Now we have the four versus twenty-nine. The four is the hurricanes. Now the hurricanes mascot Akiva. Do you want to guess what the hurricanes mascot? What animal it is? I wish it was a hurricane, just like the avalanche. Yeah. They have two. They have Stormy and Caroline. Stormy and Caroline are pigs. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Stormy Caroline. Yeah. Uh, so they're going against uh, the New Jersey Devil, who is. Literally the devil. So I think uh, these pigs are in trouble. I think everyone's going to have a tough time beating the devil. Yeah. Uh, the devil's definitely a strong favorite in this tournament. All right. Uh, so we really have not had a close first-round matchup yet. Uh, 13 versus 20 is, uh, again, not going to be a very close matchup. 13 uh, for the Blue Jackets is Stinger. Now, here's my question. Stinger is a Yellow Jacket. So the team is called the Blue Jackets. Their mascot is a Yellow Jacket. Akiva, what color is this mascot? I'm going to say red just because yeah. of the way you're, yeah, you're he's, asking. He's, he's green. He's bright fluorescent green. Now, maybe you argue if you mix blue and yellow, you get green. I don't understand why he's green. Um, so he's, that, he's, that actually is that actually is the, the thinking there. That, yeah, mix, that they mix blue and yellow. That's really why? Yeah. That is actually that is actually why. Well, why not just make them blue? Because they're called the blue. Ja- eh, anyway, whatever. All right, fine. So there is some logic to it. Uh, AJ sticking in with uh, with science and logic on our podcast. Uh, so he's going against number twenty, the Chicago Blackhawks. Their mascot is Tommy Hawk. Uh, a hawk is much, much, much larger, obviously, than a yellow jacket. But Akiva, is there any chance that the yellow jacket could sting the hawk and, and, and advance that way? I don't think so. Yeah, hawk is probably going to win. All right. Uh, now, the 12 seed is uh, two mascots for the uh, Winnipeg Jets. They have Mickey Moose, who is a moose. Uh, and his name seems to be a ripoff of uh, another Disney character, which I'm not sure how they got away with that one. And then their second mascot is Benny. And I did a little bit of research. Benny is unidentified what, what exactly he is. So he's some kind of creature. Uh, and the two of them are going against the Minnesota Wild. Their mascot is Nordy. Nordy is also of unknown derivation. Some speculate he's a puma. Some say he's a bear-fox hybrid, which sounds a little fierce. Uh, the Minnesota Wild ma- uh, logo itself, no one knows what it is, whether it's supposed to be a bear or what the hell kind of animal it's supposed to be. Um, so I think that you know maybe... Uh, Nordy, especially if he's like a bear-fox hybrid, he could put up a fight against Benny, uh, who's also unidentified. But when it's two-on-one, I think Mickey Moose and Benny advance here. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, and the last matchup on the left side of the bracket, we have another bug. I don't know what it is with NHL teams and bugs. It's the Lightning. Uh, the Lightning's mascot is a lightning bug, but his name is Thunderbug. So uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a bug, and he's going against uh, the Detroit Red Wings mascot, who is Al the Octopus probably the largest mascot he's not actually a mascot in the way we think of mascots you know there's no character in him he's just they drop him down from the ceiling and he looks like he's like 50 feet wide or something like that so well, AJ, isn't that not a mascot then aj yeah i don't know how he, if he even qualifies but yeah he would be, he would be more of a uh of a set piece much like the phillies before they had the fanatic had uh phil and phyllis who were just giant uh porcelain figurines basically it would be like putting the mets apple in this contest <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that is a very good analogy score one for keith yeah although <laughs> you know for 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 that's that that's they count him as their mascot so um al the octopus going against uh, a thunder a lightning bug so i think the octopus advances here how do you think the concept of thunder would do that's sort of i don't know like and what wins thunder or an avalanche well as we discussed the the war the golden state warriors old mascot was named thunder actually yeah but he wasn't Thunder. He wasn't, yes. The act. Well, Thunder is not visual. It's only audio. So it would be very hard to have him as a, uh, a mascot. But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so to the other side of the, of the mascot we go. Let's see if we can get an interesting first-round matchup. Uh, the uh, Boston Bruins mascot is Blades the Bruin. He's a bear. Does not look like the uh, highest quality bear costume. Looks sort of like a generic bear costume, frankly. Uh, he's going up against the Washington Senators, whose mascot is Spartacat who is a lion. The, did I say Washington? I meant Ottawa Senators, right? Sorry about that. Um, so a bear against a lion, Akiva. And we had this matchup last week a couple times already. So I assume bear wins again. Well, I don't know. Blades, Blades the Bruin is kind of dorky looking. Yeah, but again... He's got like two teeth. Yeah, but he's a... Well, first of all, this, this, is going, yeah. this is going into the, the, the area where I was talking about the last time when you said, oh, an elephant can win, but an elephant, the stomper was a very kind, dorky-looking elephant, but you ignored that for that competition. Yeah, so I say lion. Chester, you say bear, I say lion. Let's let AJ But even if we want to look at it from your perspective, Spartacat looks like an emo lion. (laughs) Look at him. An emo lion? Yeah, he's he's got, like, this long hair and this sad face. He looks like a a skinny, dork teenager lion. 
Well, here's how I would, if you're, if you're allowing me to de- yes. decide here. Yes. Uh, because Spartacat, as you know, is, is uh, one of the uh, Canadian uh, mascots and has much experience dealing with uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs mascot, Carlton the Bear. I think he's experienced at handling bears and therefore would be able to pull off the victory here. Okay, fine. So Spartacat, uh, with the upset, uh, the 31C knocks out Blades the Bruin. Look, anytime Boston loses, we're not going to complain, of course. So, all right. So we have uh, Spartacat advancing over Blades. In the 15-18 matchup, we have the 15 seed is the Dallas Stars logo, uh, mascot, excuse me. His name is Victor E. Green, and he is defined as an alien, but he looks quite, uh, quite a bit larger than his fellow Texas alien um, orbit from a Houston baseball. He's, he's quite large. He looks sort of, he almost looks like a fanatic on ice, on, on ice but, um, you know, he's a, he's a brighter green. He's going against the 18C, the Coyotes, who have Howler the Coyote. Um, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not even sure how an alien would battle a Coyote. I assume the alien has to be the favorite, but Keith, what do you think? Yeah, I think the alien could uh, use his powers. Also, there's another victory. There's Victor E. Rat for the Panthers. Yes, yes. Uh, although he is Victor with a K. This is Victor with a C. Oh, much different. So, and we also have a Victor with a K in the NFL, which we'll get to a bit later. So, all right. You know, the, the Victor, Victor E. Rat was named, of course, after when the, when the Panthers uh, made it to the Stanley Cup. Uh, all the fans would throw uh, these rats onto the ice when they scored yeah. a goal. Uh, and I actually have one of the... Uh, thrown on the ice during the Stanley Cup rats in my possession. It's one of my, my it's prizes. It's still alive? It's not a real rat. It's... <laughs> but it was handed to me by, uh, by Mr. Stanley himself. So I, I was very honored to have it. From Mr. Stanley? Who's that? Stanley C. Panther. The oh, oh. I, thought, I thought you meant like the guy, Lord Stanley from the Cup. <laughs> well, that is how he got his name. <laughs> Okay, so um, so there we go. Uh, now we have the 10 versus the 23. The 10 seed is the uh, Nashville Predators. Nash, he is a saber-toothed tiger. So he's, he's extinct, but uh, we're going to assume that he's back alive for these purposes, much like the dinosaurs that we had last week. And the 23 seed is the Canucks, and they have Finn the Whale. Uh, Finn the Whale is, I mean, I'm not sure what kind of whale he is. He looks kind of like a killer whale, which would actually make him a shark. Um, but I think that uh, Nash, the saber-toothed tiger, would advance here. But Akiva, what do you think? Uh, wait, so it's a shark versus a whale? Yeah. No, I, think, it, I, no, I mean... No, it's a saber-toothed tiger against... Uh, oh, a tiger. A, a t- so I think... Is it on land or at sea? I feel like that's a big difference. Excellent question. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's in the octagon, right? It's in the octagon, so it, it is on land. So I think, we ha- I think shark is a, at all, you know... Uh, Sea dwelling creatures are at a massive disadvantage in the octagon, famously. Yeah. So, right. so Nash round the Rousey. Uh, yeah, they loses. All right. Uh, the the New York Rangers, another obnoxious New York team, doesn't even have a mascot. So, uh, the seven seat slap shot for the Capitals automatically advances. Three versus thirty. We have another shark. It's the San Jose Sharks mascot, S.J. Sharky. Uh, I had a professor in college, Heather Sharky. I wonder if they're related. Uh, going against yeah, uh, the third seed, Bailey the Lion uh, for the Kings. So interesting, both uh, both Kings in the NBA and the NHL use a lion as their mascot. So shark versus lion, you were just saying how, you know, the sea animals at a disadvantage, but I think a shark, even out of the water, and I've seen uh, S.J. Sharkey uh, working uh, on the ice and in the arena, I think that he beats the lion here. You think a shark beats a lion? Yeah. No, a shark is useless. It's an octagon. The shark is dead. Yeah, but look at those teeth. So we're just automatically yeah, but, eliminating all sea sea creatures? Yeah, it's in the octagon. The sea creatures are toast. AJ, yeah, what do you think? Uh, you know, if we were having this uh, this fight on on the ice itself, I mean, incidentally, the mascot, the performer who, who's in uh, Sharky is one of the best skaters out there. So he, he handles himself on, on the ice. Uh, but, you know, you, you, you know, with all, all the fans cheering, perhaps you, uh, you melt the ice and then suddenly he's in water, which is in his natural environment. So is the octagon taking part on top of a hockey rink? Well, in know, the NHL, like I think it has to. Stadium oh, and, interesting. Uh, you know. But are they on skates? That might be different. Yeah. yeah. Be cold That's enough. Awesome. Hmm. <laughs> so, AJ, who are you going with here? SJ Sharkey or Bailey? I'm going to go with the shark in this one just because we need at least one of these sea creatures to advance. All right. So SJ Sharky advances. Uh, 14, we have a multi-sport star, Yuppie. Uh, I went to lunch a couple of weeks ago with a bunch of Montrealers, and the entire time they talked about Yuppie, they're like obsessed with um, 
they're completely obsessed with this mascot, so much so that, uh, you know, the Expo's long gone. They brought him back to be the mascot for the Canadians. So Yuppie, who is an orange creature of some sort, he's going against the tag team from Florida that we already mentioned, Stanley C. Panther and Victor E. Rat. I think the Panther and the Rat tear him to pieces. No, I, I have a, a friend from Montreal whose kid is named Yuppie. Like, not on the birth certificate, but that's what everyone calls yeah, the kid. They love that mascot. Him or her, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think the Panthers, uh, destroy, uh, UB. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, we got two more matchups here in the first round. Uh, the 11 seed is, uh, Iceberg, the Penguin. Now I do like the fact that Iceberg spells his name with an H since he uh, does live in Pittsburgh. Uh, but penguins are not particularly fierce animals and he is going against a terrifying opponent. Gritty, the, uh, the orange creature that, uh, we've already discussed on this podcast. So Akiva, does, does Iceberg have any chance? No, Gritty destroys Iceberg. Yeah. All right, and last matchup of the first round, we have Harvey the Hound, uh, who uh, AJ mentioned before, who is uh, the mascot for the Calgary Flames. A- AJ, why why do the Calgary Flames have a, a hound as a mascot? That's a very good question. <laughs> Put you on the spot there. All right, um, and he's going against uh, our second saber tooth uh, tiger of of the NHL bracket. It is the Buffalo Sabers mascot, and his name is Sabertooth. So um, Harvey, I- I'm sure, is in a little bit of trouble here, right, Akiva? Yeah, he's getting crushed. Yeah. Let's jump into the second round. The first round by went to Louis the Polar Bear for his St. Louis Blues having won a title. So uh, congratulations to Louis. Uh, I wonder if you get a ring or at least your name on the cup. And he is going against Bernie the St. Bernard, who advanced in the first round. But uh, I don't even need to ask Eve about this one. Uh, the Polar Bear is beating a bear. So that's easy. And we might have bear on bear violence because the Louis will play the winner of Carlton the Bear. So it, uh, another polar bear. Uh, unfortunately for Carlton, before he can face another polar bear, he has to face Sparky the dragon. So um, as we discussed last week, dragons have a lot of powers, can shoot fire. Akiva, Sparky the dragon is Carlton the bear. Where are you going on this one? I think the dragon uh, demolishes the bear here. Yeah, and if that's Sparky, case, of course, uh, Sparky, of course, is also a two-sport uh, mascot. He started in arena football. Oh. Oh, he went from a... I, I, wasn't it that Charles Wong was, like, too cheap to pay for a second mascot, so they just brought him to the Islanders from Arena Football? Oh, I think pretty much, yeah. Story, right? But their much. team name is the Dragons. The Arena team was the, dra- was the New York Dragons that played in the Nassau Coliseum, and he owned them. I went to one of those games once, actually. They're fun to attend, right? Not really. I, I just I, we, we, um, I just took my son and his friend to a game this weekend here at the Atlantic City uh, Blackjacks against the mm-hmm. Philadelphia Soul. It's just, it's, it's nonstop. Well, uh, nonsense. Well, it used to be. It used to be. Uh, kids don't like it. Even it used to be a higher level. Like it used to. The, the, you know, the original AFL. I think was like you know the main minor I'll, league. I'll put it to you this way, Keeve. I I actually remember watching the first ever televised arena football game on ESPN a gazillion years ago. It was I think Pittsburgh versus Chicago. And on the mm-hmm. first play of the game, there was like the kick. It hit the back of the net, and the guy returned it for a touchdown. And the announcer screamed, "This is arena football at its finest." And I'm like, <laughs> "You've accomplished that in the second game in the entire history of the sport. I don't need to watch anymore." Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, a- AJ derisively said uh, it was nonstop nonsense. A- AJ, I don't, I don't want you to feel awkward, but that's actually the slogan of this podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but do you have do you have people coming on like every single stoppage to like uh, <laughs> throw uh, footballs into garbage cans, place yeah, five yards away, so and they. Single one of them. All right, so Sparky the Dragon beats Carlton the Polar Bear. Then he beats Louis the Polar Bear. He goes to the Final Four. So congratulations to Sparky. Let's see who you will battle. Uh, The NJ Devil faces Tommy Hawk. Keep it as a hawk of a chance against literally the devil. No, no, the the devil just melts the hawk. And uh, Mick E. Moose and Benny are against Al the Octopus. Now, I'm going to argue here, even though it's two-on-one, Al has eight arms. So I think that he can uh, choke out Mickey Moose with a couple, choke out Benny with a couple others. I would have Ali Octopus advancing here. Yeah, like the first double, the d- double submission in UFC history. Yeah. I mean, Ali Octopus could probably take it on even three or four. Uh, then Ali Octopus faces the devil, though. Now, the devil only yeah, the devil beats the Octopus. But, yeah. All right. Yeah. So we, we have the devil in the final four against uh, Sparky the Dragon, which will be a, a very interesting battle to see. All right. Now, on the other side, in the second round, we have Blades. The uh, Excuse me. We have Spartacat, the, uh, the cat, going against... Uh, Victor E. Green, the alien. Where are you going here, Kiva? What do you think about an alien, AJ? Like, do, do, you, do you view an alien on the same level as, like, the devil or, like, the lion or a bear? I don't know. 
Well, I mean, alien is such a blanket term. Are we talking yeah. like puny little uh, Heartlight ET alien, or are we talking, uh, you know, Xenomorph from from the movie Alien? Alien, I, you know. Hmm. I think the alien wins here. This isn't like an alien versus a lion. This is. I think the alien's got to win. No, and it's certainly not an alien versus a predator. <laughs> Like yeah. in Nashville, <laughs> and I'm trying to I'm trying to find out more information about Victory Green. He uh he has hockey sticks for antennas. He comes from a galaxy far, far away. Oh, that's very original. Interesting. Um. Oh, by the way, now I hate him. His name is a play on the Dallas Stars team color, Victory Green, a reference to former owner Norman Green. Uh, Norman Green uh, stole the uh, North Stars and it took them away to Minnesota from Minnesota because he had like sexually assaulted a babysitter and. He had to leave because of the bad PR. So uh, he's garbage. But unfortunately, Akiva, you said that you want Victory Green to advance here over the Spartacat. Yeah. All right. Uh, hopefully, uh, may he not go much farther. All right. Uh, Nash, the uh, saber-toothed tiger, is going against Slapshot. We hadn't heard from Slapshot on the first round because he played the Rangers, who have no mascot. Slapshot is the Washington Capitals mascot. He's a bald eagle. Uh, the bald eagle, majestic, obviously a symbol of our country, but uh, a saber-toothed tiger, uh, assuming that they uh, come back from extinction, I think would probably... Uh, I think Gritty is currently a symbol of our country. <laughs> yeah. All right, but who's winning between Nash and Slapshot? I think Nash. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, okay. And now we have uh, SJ Sharkey, who won a two-to-one matchup in the first round, and he's going against Stanley C. Panther and Victor E. Rat. Now, first of all, a rat has very little uh, power in this. In this, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it could, you know, but in a one-to-one thing, he, he's like biting the butt of the other guy. Yeah, but it's, so it's basically it's like, shark versus panther, and the shark already beat a lion, so why would he lose to a panther? Okay. Yeah, victory rat is probably just going to like sit there, like uh, you know, like sitting on Jabba and just going. Like, <laughs> not really. Right, so, but so now he's he, like the loser rat. He's no, he's, yeah. he's no longer victory rat. Yeah, he's a loser rat. All right, so SJ Sharky advances to the uh, elite eight, and who will he face? Mm-hmm. Will he face Gritty or Sabretooth? I think Gritty. Yeah, I don't know what Gritty is, but I mean his his face alone is so terrifying. Um, so who yeah, wins he, between Gritty wins fights before they start? Gritty yeah. is an ugly orange Babadook. But what well, is that? Sort of like a, an yeah. alien slash devil, right? Oh, yeah, that Babadook. He's like a sinister, you know, Slenderman yeah. yeah. type. All right, so yeah, he's, he's beating Esther Sharky as well. From, is he yeah, beating Esther Sharky sure. as well? All right. Yeah. No uh, and now, okay, so we have in the final four, we have a a gritty, a devil, a dragon, and will the last spot and the uh, the weakest of the four, I'd have to imagine, will the last spot go to uh, Victor E. Green, the alien, or will it go to Nash, the saber tooth? Uh, Tiger and I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give it to Nash, but Akiva, what do you say? No, I think the alien, but we'll leave it up to AJ. But but alien just means that he's from another planet. He could be like the Akiva Wienaker of this other planet, right? Well, Why well, was he such a fearsome fight? But <laughs> this is not a lion; it's a saber-toothed tiger. They were like 20 feet long. I don't know how big they were, but they were very big. They, you know, they they were like the well, era of the the post. Let our our guest. All right, AJ, who's gonna take the last spot in the final four? Well, again, I I, I think uh, is he allowed to bring in his laser pistols? Wait, who has laser pistols? Aliens, aliens. Oh, but no, the mascot has to actually have the pistols on it. I don't see any. I don't see any. I don't see any pistols on Victor. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe he's, he's hiding them behind his hockey sticks. You know, those are actually lasers. Oh, all right, we, we're going to get rid of the. He's a concealed carry uh, state, so Good. yeah. Let's get rid of the alien. He's he's done. All right, so Nash advances. Uh, good job by Nash. Uh, he faces Gritty in the final four. Gritty already beat Sabretooth, so he's facing a second Sabretooth Tiger. Uh, I assume there's no drama here. Gritty goes to the championship. Is that correct, Akiva? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, and then who does Gritty face? Does he face the New Jersey Devil, or does he face Sparky the Dragon? I think a Devil could beat a Dragon. A Devil well, could beat ten Dragons. Let one. me put this out here. The greatest trick the Devil ever pulled is convincing the world he doesn't exist, and if he doesn't exist, he can't win. Yeah, but in this battle... I wanted uh, to see Gritty versus the Devil in the final. Yeah, I, I agree with Akiva. I that think, was how it was, this was supposed to end with de- the Devil versus yeah, Gritty. Devil versus Gritty was on I think my that should be the name of this it. episode. Even though it's kind of a spoiler, I think that's what it should be called. The Devil versus Gritty with Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so that's our final in the NHL bracket. It's the New Jersey Devil against Gritty. You know, Gritty, terrifying... He scares all beings, but the devil is unscarable. I mean, look, the devil has to deal with like Hitler and 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 you know Freddy Krueger and everyone else. So I think that uh, gritty cannot cannot sure, scare the off worst people in history. The Hitler and Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I don't know why Freddy Krueger came to mind as my second example. But, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, so who are we? Uh, uh, who, who should we say? Michael Jackson, uh, Akiva. You're a famous uh, Michael Jackson hater, obviously. 
the Cleveland Browns wide receiver from the nineties. I like it. <laughs> every time, every time he caught a pass, Tom Jackson would say, "He." Yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson is definitely in hell, though, so he's definitely been acquainted with uh, the New Jersey Devil. Yeah, for sure, no yeah. question. Um, right, who's winning this battle, New Jersey Devil versus Gritty? AJ, what do you think? Uh, I, I I think that uh, there is no stopping the Gritty train. I think he probably has some sort of voodoo going on there. Wow, that would be an epic upset. I'm, I'm yeah. going to disagree. I'm going to go devil here, but uh, Akiva, is AJ yeah. going to be as our guest? Are we going to give him the uh, the right to uh, select our winner? I think that's fair. I don't think so. I think the devil has oh. to be gritty. I think the devil beats gritty because, it, like, is gritty better? If gritty's better than the devil, then, like, the, the, de- the devil doesn't fight his own fights. He gets other people to this do it. This is also, this is a fight to the death, the but devil the devil only been, deals with yeah, those who are already dead. Slap himself in the face. Well, the devil could yeah. be de- could could be killed in this and, you know, just well, resurrect himself. Yeah, but the gritty's next dead. Fight, He's know? a babadook. Exactly. AJ said that the Gritty's a Babadook. So I think the Devil beats Gritty. All right. So the New Jersey Devil is the winner. But Gritty, as a rookie, going all the way to the championship, it's, uh, you know, I mean, we've seen that in hockey before. Obviously, the Golden Knights did it uh, just, you know, a year ago as well. So uh, not unheard of in the NHL. But congratulations to Gritty. Uh, a, a tremendous performance and uh, bursting onto the scene as, as a mascot to watch. So the New Jersey Devil will enter our Intersport Final Four with our winners from basketball and, and baseball. Kiva, do you remember who they are? Yeah, stuff the Mag Dragon won yes, basketball, correct. and who who won baseball? Dinger, uh, Dinger. the the, the, the oh, dynasty from the Colorado. Okay. I, yeah, did we make the right decision in baseball, uh, AJ? Did, should Dinger have won? Probably not. No, oh. I mean you you don't like the elephant. Who else should have won? Oh, I don't know. I, I I'd have to go back over it matchup by matchup because you know certainly that that uh, would play into it. I I you know I think. Pause is pretty darn vicious. I know he's just a tiger, but he's a pretty vicious tiger. I think the issue, as we discussed with Stegosaurus, is how big they are. They're like 20 tons or some absurd. Like They're just so big. And and they don't have any arms. Well, they don't. Yeah, but they have the tail with the, with the club on the end of it. And I, I know, but you get inside the body and body blow, body blow, body blow. Yeah. Doesn't he have like, all right. Anyway, so uh, AJ, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, follow AJ on Twitter. Go to ESPN. Read his uh, fantasy articles. Uh, AJ, uh, where else should our listeners uh, find you? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Twitter's the best place, uh, at AJ Mass. Uh, you know, if you're at your local uh, pub trivia contest, you might see me there. If you live where, where I live. Which AJ, thanks so much for joining us. Akiva, I will see you in uh, less than 24 hours in Minneapolis. Oh, for for uh, sleepover. I'm very excited. <laughs> you tried to tell me a few minutes ago that we might have a third person in our room. I put the time <laughs> for that immediately. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said my friend said that the hotel is sold out of uh, rooms. Yeah, and I said, uh, well, there's a very nice lobby with a couch. So. <laughs> uh, enjoy, enjoy the game. Say hi to TC for me. Will do. Uh, TC Bear. Will do. Thank you yes. so much, AJ. <laughs> Take care, guys.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.